When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Two days removed from the disastrous... Do we want to call it the, the disastrous Monday night football game between the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers? We are getting even more information about the Hackett and Gordon Wild Call drama going on because honestly, that's the best word that, that I can come up with right now. It is drama um, with what between what happened after during the game and after the game with Melvin Gordon's benching his comments afterward his like tweets afterward Nathaniel Hackett's quotes afterward and now the subsequent consequences I guess you want to say with those quotes and what's going to be happening on Sunday when they take on the New York Giants uh, plus we're going to break into some of the latest injury reports um, going on for that Sunday game um, Russell Wilson speaks on Greg Dulcich and we got to take a look because one of the Broncos players almost they were mere just a few numbers away from making NFL history but ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in to Horse Tracks for October 20th. It's a Thursday, and we're just a few days away on this condensed week from more Broncos football. And uh, 
there's a there's a good amount of stuff coming out about this team right now. But before we get into the whole uh, Russell or not the Russell Wilson stuff, we'll, we'll say that for later. But the whole uh, Melvin Gordon, Nate Hackett stuff. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to um, every everywhere that. Um, so you can go ahead if you're new here, you can go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts as well, anywhere you're listening to this, anywhere you catch podcasts from, go ahead follow us on that specific platform. Uh, you can find us on every social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fourth Along Media. Um, find me specifically at Instagram because yours really runs that thing. Um, of course, you can find tons of amazing articles daily dropping, man. Tons of these um, over at milehighreport.com. But let's go ahead and get into things because I, I, I have some thoughts. And we, especially as a crew here at Mile Report, definitely have some thoughts. You can go, um, you see some of the thoughts on Twitter, uh, some of the thoughts on uh, probably going to be some articles going up here as well. Um, but I guess the preface this, this stuff going on right now is Melvin Gordon um, had only three carries against the Chargers. Um, he was in there for nine plays total, and he was essentially benched. He wasn't benched like a coach like Hackett or the offensive coordinator or maybe the running backs coach they didn't say that he was but he was just never in for the rest of the game he got those plays in the first quarter and every time after that he was just gone wasn't used in overtime of course you no one really saw the field in overtime because the offense only had six plays two three and outs uh, with two runs down the middle followed by an incomplete pass I swear Hackett Hacking, man. I, I was saying this after the game. I'll say this still. I would be willing to bet that you could take a newborn child. Here, okay, let's give Hackett some credit. A one-year-old child. And you put a piece of paper in front of them. And you have 15 plays on that piece of paper. And they would just randomly point at whatever play they want. I would be willing to bet that the Broncos would have more offensive success if a one-year-old child randomly called out plays for their team than what Hackett is doing for the Denver Broncos right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure that's hyperbole at this point, which is what's just sad. Uh, but going on, getting back off of that onto what I'm actually talking about here uh, with the Hacking Gordon stuff. Um, uh, you had an interesting interview after the game in the locker room. Sound just dejected and disappointed. Go ahead and uh, take a listen to this one. On that, you know, I wasn't able to do anything about it. Go out there and help my team win. Going into overtime, sitting watching the whole game, um, knowing that I could be out there. So uh, that kind of hurt, but you know, it's part of it. You know, it don't kill you, make you stronger mentally. Thanks. Appreciate it. And he also uh, liked a bunch of tweets after the game that talked about him being cut and or traded from the Denver Broncos. Um, and that's an interesting quote. I mean, I think also what kind of preface that too is the Chargers were being uh, interesting with their choice by like putting a, I think it was a clown emoji over um, Gordon's face. So, I mean, just interesting stuff there. I'm honestly, I'm not super sure what that was about. It seemed just kind of kind of out of the place but uh then gordon you know like you guys just heard goes and talks about how like he couldn't do really do anything about it couldn't really help the broncos win um and then on uh, wednesday um, hackett and him had a meeting um melvin gordon has been named the starter for sunday um 
And it's really interesting time given after the little, po little post-practice uh, press conference that the Broncos hold. Hackett was uh, said, quote, hold everybody accountable for all the things that are good and bad. End quote. So, I mean, that in its own, yeah, that's just another famous Hackett nothing burger, nothing statement. I swear, this man always says, like, oh, we got to take accountability. Oh, I was bad this week and stuff like that. And then goes, proceeds to do literally nothing new. Um, and now, so after that, after Gordon complained that he doesn't get, didn't get any playing time, that he was benched. Um, and Hackett saying that he has to hold everyone accountable, you know. So, then he goes to the running back who has the most fumbles among his position this year and who has 47 players ahead of him that have more rushing yards. He is now going to be the starter for this game. Um, so I mean, I guess we, one thing we could take out of this, I mean, real quick, I guess I'm not completely just bashing Melvin Gordon. I understand where he is coming from. I understand, um, with, I, and I do think it's fairly disrespectful um, that not even of his position coach um, was able to inform uh, Gordon that he was going to be benched. He essentially just had to stand there. All right. So I understand his frustration. I am totally cool with him being frustrated about that one. I am cool with the frustration why um, he was just unceremoniously um, and pretty much unannounced benched for this game. The one thing that I do push back on and disagree with is that why he doesn't almost doesn't know why he was benched. It's almost because, yes, Javante Williams still has more rushing yards than you do. And you have a obscenely bad issue with fumbling the football. You go and say that you can help the Broncos, um, but also you fumble the ball um, four times this year. So I, I, I don't know what kind of help you're trying to offer up this team. Uh, but also another um, point we can make from this is that Nathaniel Hackett is a total pushover. He is, uh, uh, this is one thing I guess I was kind of worried about going into this year because Nathaniel Hackett and like, you know, in all of his press conferences during Denver and stuff like that, de and, and the reports from him out of Green Bay, definitely a player's coach. All right. This is a guy that he just wants to have great relationships with players. Now, there is certainly a place for that. I, as when I was playing, especially in college, um, I loved those couple coaches that were big players. Coach, my offensive line coach was a player's coach. Um, for those that don't maybe understand the exact lingo of players coaches, like someone that's like not Nick Saban. I think I think that's the, one of the best definitions. Uh, players coach is more Dabo Sweeney than Nick Saban. Um, players coach is someone that the players maybe relate to a little bit more. That like the uh, that they like a little bit more. When you can kind of say they're a little bit more relaxed than maybe um, the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, but also, it's the best players coach is the ones that the players love that the players can go to for anything that the players can almost like speak freely in front of but at the same time they respect him and they know that he is the boss that he has the final say that he is the one leading this team um and Hackett is not that he's way too much a players coach he doesn't have that sense of authority and apparently maybe even uh, one of the biggest leaders on this team, Justin Simmons, senses that as well because he was quoted. He didn't say anything necessarily specific, but he was quoted after the game saying um, that there just wasn't any leadership. If I want to get that exact quote, of course, you can see this quote over on the Mile High Report page. Uh, but he said, quote, I don't know. It starts with leadership. Um, and this is, end quote. And this was after he was asked 
um, on what has gone wrong for the Broncos. So, hey, it starts with leadership. And apparently, the Broncos do not have their right there. And you could tell, obviously, because Nathaniel Hackett is not in a position to be a head coach of a football team right now. Whether it be his horrible play calling, his bad decision making, his ineptitude, his bad leadership skills, him being a pushover. This goes to show you can just complain and then you'll be rewarded by being the starting running back on this team. All right. Hackett is a pushover, and then this is just another reason. This is another kind of thing that pushed me over the edge with Nathaniel Hackett. I want to give him more time. Um, I, I think he's actually going to get the full season here, no matter how bad he is. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I want him to give him time to develop. When he continues to not change a single thing game after game after game, especially even during the games, and when he wants to be a pushover is a head coach, when he wants to be... Uh, just, just a guy that does not look like he deserves a position of leadership, especially the biggest position of leadership, the head coach of a NFL team. It hardly gets bigger that it doesn't get bigger that in terms of sports leadership. That's what it is. That's like the 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 top of the top right there um, when it comes to important positions and having to be an amazing leader. Hackett is not that guy. Hackett will probably never be that guy. Hackett is going to serve out the rest of the season as a head coach of the different Broncos, and then he will be fired, and the Broncos are going to give compensation to the New Orleans Saints to bring in Sean Payton, who is, above all things, a leader. That's who he is. All right, so I want to give Hackett the benefit of the doubt, man, but when he keeps on shooting himself in the own foot over, over and over again, but not even just as he's making the same mistakes, but he's also keep on making new mistakes in this one. Being a bad leader is one of the biggest mistakes you can make as the NFL is a head coach in the NFL. So let me know your thoughts on this one because I really, really am uncomfortable with who is running the Denver Broncos at this moment. I'm uncomfortable with it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But let's go ahead and move on to uh, take a look at maybe uh, some of the stuff that um, also came out of the game. But at least a little bit more positive. Let's talk about standout tight end. Maybe the guy that can save the Broncos receiving core. That is... Greg Dulcich, draft pick out of UCLA. He was activated for this game um, after being on the uh, IR for the first four weeks of the season. Um, wasn't brought in for the short week game against the Colts. It makes a lot of sense. Now he's brought in here. Um, and Russell Wilson had a couple quotes on Dulcich. He said, first quote, Dulcich was amazing out there. I think just anytime, I'm so happy for him. Anytime you get to play your first NFL game. I go back to my first NFL game, my first touchdown pass, I threw it to Sidney Rice. He also said, quote, I think Dulcich is going to have a lot of great moments, and I can't wait to have a lot of great moments together, um, end quote. And this is one thing, like I said, Dulcich actually gives me hope for this tight end core, um, and he had a 
really really solid game it might not even show the dress on the statue as well um it honestly had a bigger and definitely had a bigger impact than what the statue showed and i guess um more specifically what that statue showed here was the lone touchdown for the Denver Broncos among all things in the perfect first quarter that the Broncos had and then they went on to do literally nothing after that um Greg uh, finished this game with two catches for 44 yards in that touchdown that 39 yard touchdown he was targeted three times um and he should have been targeted a lot more that's what I'm saying his he didn't look as good as his stat or he looked better than his statue because he was open a lot more times and Russell Wilson like a reoccurring theme that we've seen this year did not see the full field did not see the open receiving threat did not see Greg Dulcich wide open a lot of the time um Dulcich probably should have had at least a few more catches in this game um so this is just one thing I want to talk about because I'd like to be positive, guys. I mean, if you've heard me or um, listen to the podcast for or the live streams, of course, you find those live streams on Twitch at 10 a.m. Mount Standard Time pretty much every morning, sometimes just at 12 p.m. Mount Standard Time, but always there on Mondays. Um, I like to be positive, and I'm being positive because we have a tight I really do believe that we have a tight end now, um, and I am I'm excited to see what can transgress from this even with Salbert um, doing his limited stuff and even Andrew Beck doing some limited stuff um, this that those three guys could be a pretty decent um, if not good um, tight end core um, especially after they trade Albert away Renam whose name was butchered horribly oh my gosh it was bad on Monday night um and, I don't know, well, you trade him as 7th for a 5th round pick, the Broncos would be obscenely lucky to get a 4th round pick for him. Um, and, like, I, I think, too, uh, he was pretty much only on this team because he was Drew Locke's guy in Mizzou. Um, and so, clearly, that doesn't matter anymore. Especially, um, some of your guys' thoughts, too, just responding to the poll that I put up on Instagram. You can, find, of course, find us at Mile High Report. 48% of people believe that the Broncos can get a 5th to 7th round pick. So, so uh, a uh, kind of a day three pick here. 41% think the Broncos could get a third or fourth rounder. And the whopping 11% think that the Broncos sketch get a first or second rounder for him. But I kind of agree with most of you guys. It's probably going to be it's going to be a day three pick. I'm hoping for a fourth. Um, but fifth is probably what's going to be more the most likely here. And before we get to the latest injury reports, one last thing I want to cover from this Monday night game was a Broncos player probably surprised a lot of us. Maybe we didn't even realize that Alex Singleton almost broke two NFL records. Um, his first and both having to do with tackles. Of course, Singleton finished this game with 21 combined tackles and 19 solo tackles. He also finished this game with two tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and one quarterback hit. He had himself a freaking game. A stat line similar to what we've seen maybe to Joey, um, Josie Jewell, um, a guy that I miss, I really, really miss. Josie Jewell's a freaking force every time he's on the field, even though it's very limited when he's actually on the field, unfortunately. Not blaming him for his injuries. I'm just very sad by it. Um, and especially with him being at that inside lamp linebacker position, um, 
So it's, it's great to have a guy like Singleton there in the middle. Um, but Singleton, um, with those 21 combined tackles, was only off the mark by three. The single-game NFL record is 24 combined tackles. Um, and Singleton also, with his 19 solo tackles, that is the second most all-time in a single game. Single 10, single game records. I think his name really works well here. So if we want to be hopeful and another part of like a young player on this Broncos team that is showing up and showing out is going to be Alex Singleton. Um, He's only 28 years old. This is only his fourth season. Um, And if he's another one of these guys that's going to be stepping up, like there's a lot of guys just breaking out this year um, and stepping up when needed. Of course, like the aforementioned Josie Jewell is having a great year. Aaron Patrick, unfortunately, he's going to be out the rest of the season with the 20 ACL busy. Caught his cleat on the carpet. Great, great, man. Awesome, horrible. Um, Jones Griffith. He's looking pretty good right now. The new addition, Randy Gregory, um, was having a great year uh, before he has injury. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Um, Bradley Chubb, breakout season. Baron Browning, breakout season. Absolutely, yes, sir. And Benito has shown flashes as well as a rookie. So, what's nice is that this is a great defense. But also, especially if you want to throw in team MVP, Pat Sertan in there, who also only gave up one catch on four targets, or on five targets, I believe, for four yards. Just another incredible game. All right. Um, that's that's going to PFF. Um, this defense is going to be, could be really good for a long time. Because even a guy like Justin Simmons, one of the leaders on this team, is still young. This defense is a pretty dang young core. Bunch of rookies and second year guys. And new guys to the roster that are really taking tremendous strides and stepping up. So that's what gives me hope for this team. Because I think this team can be good and be good for a while. Um, it's not just going to be like the historic 2015-16 Super Bowl winning defense that kind of fell apart that offseason. Um, so that's one another thing I am going to do my best to stay positive on. But we're going to finish things up here. Just take a look at the most recent injury reports coming out of the Broncos. This is as of Wednesday practices. Um, just trying to keep our hopes up for anything good when it comes to New York Jets because um, this is a way different game than what we saw in week three, the home opener um, last year. Um, the Broncos beat the Jets handily 26-0 in that game um, and it doesn't look like it's going to be the same because the Broncos have just a lot of guys on the injury report. I think it's like 12 or something like that. Essentially, they got um, Bassey, the cornerback. He did not practice with a hamstring injury. Josie Jewell did not practice with a knee injury. DJ Jones did not practice with an ankle injury. Quinn Miners did not practice with a foot injury. Tyree Cleveland did not practice with, or he was limited with a shoulder injury. Mathis limited knee. Stearns limited. Turner limited. Quan Williams limited. Russell Wilson limited. Melvin Gore the third full. And Eric Saubert full. <gasps> Whew. <clears throat> got through all of that in one breath. I am, I was almost out there. Um, and uh, especially one of the biggest ones we want to list here is in circle Russell Wilson, um, dealing with a hamstring injury that he suffered during, I believe, is the second quarter of the, of the game against the Chargers. And he just kind of played through, I think it might have been the third quarter. Um, but like, like the reports are, it's a legitimate injury, way more legitimate than like, I guess, maybe his shoulder 
injuries. He's not even listed for that on this report anymore. A lot of guys have you know, wrists and elbows, necks and ribs. Um, Russell Wilson is just shown as a hamstring injury. He had the MRI, um, and Hackett said that they are still waiting on the results from that. So we'll see. It might be time to rip it with Rippin. Um, and... Uh, being a Broncos fan really is something else. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much going to do it for this edition of Horse Tracks. I really appreciate you tuning in. You guys are the best. Um, go ahead um, and check before you click off. Go ahead and check everything out. You can find us on our socials at um, Mile High Report. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you find yours truly um, on Twitter. I run that sucker, so I hope you guys like it. Um, you can find tons of great articles, and as well as you can uh, get the link, listings to the podcast and the uh, um, articles around them over at MileHighReport.com. Um, and you could find, go ahead and um, you can find us if whether you're listening to us right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast from. Go ahead and follow um, us on there if you haven't yet. And if you like things live, I will be. I am live every Monday over on Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash MHR underscore live. I am live 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time uh, pretty much every Monday. Sometimes it is at the 12 Mountain Standard Time. But like I said, you guys are awesome. Love your Broncos country. Let's suffer together uh, because it's going to have to end eventually. Right? Right? Right?